0: super talk mississippi media production
1: come see your locally owned and operated linton glass for all your glass needs no matter what glass you need to replace you can count on linton glass call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com
2: howdy howdy it's rhino here and i wanted to say thank you for listening to middays with gerard gibbert here on super talk mississippi
0: Welcome to Real Talk for real Mississippians. Let, 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 let's do this. Three, two, one. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at Supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
3: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this. Hump day. Yep, 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 it is. Couldn't be with you yesterday, friends. Duty called. Uh, Lottery, Mississippi Lottery Corporation board meeting. Interviewing candidates to uh, come in and take the role of president of the corporation. Our current president, Mr. Tom Shaheen, will be retiring effective June 30th. Tom's done a fantastic job assembling a team and helping the corporation, really overseeing the corporation's build-out and implementation of the uh, state lottery so we appreciate tom and his service and we knew when we hired tom by the way that, that uh it seems like his skill set is a rather rare one very rare and i just can't tell you folks how blessed we were that uh we crossed paths with tom and and he decided to essentially come out of retirement and take the job here in mississippi And uh, starting up, as you can imagine, a lottery is a much more difficult task than operating it once it's uh, implemented. But Tom did a great job, built a great team, and so we were blessed in that respect. And, and, And honestly, I'm not sure, without his service and without, I think, the way the system is structured in Mississippi as mostly a private entity, the lawyers always instruct me to refer to it as an instrumentality of the state, <laughs> but I think the, the way the, the, uh, the board was structured with uh, limiting it to five members and, uh, again, establishing it as more of a private entity than a public sector, it's not a part – it's not an agency, it's not part of an agency, it's not bound – by a lot of the agency governance. It is governed more as a private sector entity within the constraints of the Alice G. Clark Lottery Act. But we're very blessed to have Tom, and uh, everything's up and running, doing quite well. You probably know by now that through the month of March, the system has uh, generated over $100 million of net proceeds for the State of Mississippi, in accordance with the Act, the first eighty million dollars. That would be, by the way, for this fiscal year. Let me let me clarify that. It's $101 million for the fiscal year, which will end on June thirtieth, coming up here in a couple of months, month and a half or so. So anyhow, through the uh, the month of March, $101 million has been transferred to the state of Mississippi in accordance with the law. The first $80 million generated by the Mississippi Lottery Corporation in a fiscal year is transferred to the state highway fund. Anything in excess of that in a fiscal year, once that $80 million point has been reached, is transferred to the education enhancement fund. To clarify, the the money itself actually gets transferred to the state treasurer all of the net proceeds from the Lottery Corp. That happens on the, I believe, the 21st of every month for the proceeds generated during the prior month. So the April transfer will occur here in a couple of weeks. So based on that, I think we're on a run rate to generate about $130 million of total net proceeds for the state of Mississippi. That $80 million for... The highway funds already occurred, been transferred. The excess looks like it's going to come in at about fifty million bucks for the education enhancement fund. So, little update on that. And by the way, the I think the jackpots on the multi-state draw games are are getting on up there, aren't they? The Mega Millions three hundred and forty-five, three hundred and million. 345 Uh, Last night, 370 for the next drawing. That would be on Friday. Powerball sits at 129. That was actually... 142 now. 142 now, now. right. That's right. As of tonight. So 129 at the last drawing. So, right. Anyhow, uh, it's been a lot of fun. And And
2: 55 grand up on the Match 5.
3: Yeah. That's the new state drawdown game. Pretty cool. And we had some bad weather. Come through here. Wow. Did we ever. So I hope everybody out there is is good and safe, though there are still some power
2: outages, right? Yeah, on. last I checked, there were still several thousand Mississippians without power, but they are working on it as quickly as possible to restore power to those that lost it yesterday.
3: It looks like Newton County. Uh, it's just looking at the map. Looks like it's uh, still got the most outages,
2: perhaps. Yeah, I had a chart earlier. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, uh, but anyhow, some bad stuff. I mean, it
3: got dark in the middle of the day. It kind of, kind of scary. Uh, and I know we took uh, some shelter for a little while in the stairwell downtown in the building we were in,
2: and. Oh, yeah. Everybody in this building went downstairs except for uh, Rebecca and myself. Oh, really? You stayed around here, huh? You were on the air. We were on the air. Jeez. Had to keep giving people updates. Did you know what was going on? Oh, yeah. Man. I go back to the night before my first day in radio. I watched... It's a movie that's got two titles depending on, on where you get the DVD from, but it's either The Boat That Rocked or pirate radio i watched that and good morning vietnam the night before i started radio and in pirate radio they're on a boat and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it the boat starts sinking at the end and they're trying to still broadcast till the very last second so when when will came in he goes hey uh we're under a tornado warning what do you want to do i just kind of looked at him I was like I'm, I'm pirate radio man as long as the water is not above my head i'm okay <laughs> You're brave, man. Coming we got up, these two-inch thick doors. I mean, this glass <laughs> is pretty thick. I'm not that worried. <laughs> yeah, this is
3: probably a pretty decent shelter where we are, in the middle and big uh, walls. You're better off than I am, but... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, you can come in Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all gosh. joking aside there were several people that had damage to their homes roof and structural damage trees going through buildings all kind of crazy stuff yesterday
3: yeah it, it was there's still lots of debris all over the roads uh my son was headed back from vicksburg texted that he was on the natchez trace he takes that route and a tree fell I had to turn around backtrack go back to uh 49 to get around. Coming up on the program today at 1037, Linda Hornsby, the executive director of the Mississippi Hotel and Lodging Association, will get an update on that industry. Seems like we're kind of getting back to normal there, but still hearing all sorts of reports of shortage of workers, right? And then a discussion you don't want to miss, folks, at 1205, our friend Representative Fred Shanks, he represents District 60, that's in Rankin County, and also the Pearl, Mississippi Police Chief, Dean Scott, Chief Dean Scott, we will discuss human trafficking and the scourge of human trafficking in our state. I think you'll uh, you want to hear that. I, I saw Chief Scott speak a week or so ago. And uh, learned a lot about human trafficking. I think there are a lot of misconceptions about it, but it's heartbreaking, frankly. It's heart wrenching and it's disturbing. And the chief is going to discuss some of his firsthand experience, his knowledge of this issue, and how we can combat it. So stick around for that. Mose says, "What does the education enhancement fund cover?" Hey Moses Gerard, today. Sorry, appreciate Dave filling in today again. Out uh, with a full day of interviews, Uh, but so yeah, the education enhancement fund—it's not that it's a little different in that it's there is a a law essentially that uh, stipulates it specifies exactly how monies allocated to that fund are then further distributed, but um, early the early learning collaborative. Is one of the areas that is covered fixed assets for schools, uh, the state, uh, the teacher school supply fund, so and some other general K through 12 funds, and then there's also monies at, uh, allocated to the adequate education program that then distributes further to the districts, universities, etc. Gets a piece of that as well. So there's a, there are formulas as prescribed by law on how that money is allocated, but. And I can't remember the exact math and the algorithms and the distribution of those monies, but those are the, those are the areas that receive that money. We'll take a break right here. Tommy, two-tone, bump on the side of this segment. Stay with us. We'll be back with more on the JT Show.
5: The Wall Street Journal reports a 15-year high in the investment you've made in your home. The real estate market is nothing short of amazing. My friend Lee Garland will attest to that across the entire capital city metro area. If you sell your home, the demand is red hot. For the seller, the need for good homes is incredible. They're selling fast and many times over list. For the buyer, interest rates right now are low, meaning you get more for the money. Lee Garland's customer satisfaction feedback is most impressive. Take, for instance, Rachel. She listed her home, got little or no results. Then Rachel took our advice and called the Lee Garland team, and the difference was like night and day. Lee immediately put his superior marketing strategy in action. In just four days, Rachel's home in Brandon sold for 21000 over the previous agent's list price. That's why Lee can guarantee an offer on your home within seven days. Gallo reminding you to call Lee Garland Group, eXp Realty at 601-983-1130, or go to go to LeeWillBuyIt.com start packing.
4: Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com.
6: If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. no-Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it
7: all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified team shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No-Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051.
5: all year here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3. I'm back. I told you I was coming back.
8: This is The JT Show with
0: Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
8: Well, it's you and me, baby. No one else we could trust. We'll
9: say nothing to no one. No how. we we'll bust and never cry.
3: You're listening to the JT show on Super Talk, Mississippi. You got Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. Bringing you facts, fodder, and fine music on this hump day. Debbie in Hattiesburg, what would the money typically be used for in education, in the Education Enhancement Fund? So I do have a little bit more, uh, bear with me, folks, a little bit more granular information. I, I did recall that the Act that established the Education Enhancement Fund, I think it was in the 90s, early 90s, if I'm not mistaken, it does, in fact, specify of the monies that are transferred into the fund, how they are then apportioned out. So here we go. I think this is still current. Uh, $16 million from the Education Enhancement Fund is allocated to the Department of Education to be distributed to the various districts. Of the, of the remaining funds, uh, they are allocated as a percentage is stipulated by the law, 16.61% to the Mississippi Adequate Education Program, 7.97% is allocated for transportation operations and maintenance, 9.61% for classroom supplies, instructional materials and equipment, and then for higher education, 22.09% is allocated to the Board of Trustees of State Institutions of Higher Learning, that would be IHL, to support Mississippi universities, and then 14.41 to the State Board of Community and Junior Colleges. So anyhow, just a quick rundown of that. This is how the uh, law came about, the Alice G. Clark Lottery Act. That would be, I think, uh, August of 2018 when the governor then was Phil Bryant. Uh, called a special session to uh, where he thought the the temperature was right in the legislature to get a lottery enacted, established in the state of Mississippi. We, are, we were the 45th state in presenting the lottery, as I did, to many uh, civic groups and so forth, and talked about it on the air quite a bit before we even hired a person. I mean, it was just passed. I often made the comment, well the the bad news is we're the forty fifth state, if you're a supporter of the lottery. Good news is we got forty four others to take a look at to see what works and what doesn't. And and in fact that is to a great extent how our law was developed and drafted was just based on what worked and what didn't in the other states. The five remaining states, Alabama. Alabama. And they continue to talk about it, and it looks like it's going to get kicked down. The can is going to get kicked down the road once again over in Alabama. They, I think their legislative session is only a couple of days away from Cine dying. So they, But it's probably going to happen, and it would likely have an impact on sales here in the state. So we're, we're already talking about that as an organization, how we would address that. But uh, Nevada... And Utah and Nevada, I think, for obvious reasons, with the, the big casino industry, and then Utah, Alaska and Hawaii. I might have to go to Hawaii and see if I can get a gig there or something, if they ever establish. So anyhow. Uh, Alaska
2: Bob, plays the lottery every day. It's called survival.
3: That's true. You know they used to have, and I think they still do. Uh, they've got a universal income, if you will. It's actually it, it's not described as such, but it is an allocation of money to every household in Alaska, just based on the windfall and the revenue profit generated from the oil and gas industry. That's and if I'm not time.
2: mistaken. You can get land from the government as long as you meet certain criteria and go up there and homestead for, I believe it's 18 to 24 months. I think you're right about that. Like you you get a patch of land that they say, all right, this will be your land. You just have to build a home on it, live on it, and survive for this long, and it's yours. Just trying to get folks up there. Yeah, I got it. Wow,
3: Bobby in Hazelhurst just sent us a photo of some hail he has in his hand. He said, we had a huge hailstorm in Hazlehurst. It was a rough night. Hope you're okay there, Bobby, and didn't experience any. Oh, my gosh, now he's sending photos of his vehicle. And it looks to me like it peppered the windshield. Is that your vehicle, Bobby, or someone else's? But that don't look good. That looks like a, a totaled windshield, at least. I'm sure the car is dotted up the, the, uh, the body itself of the vehicle as well. Man, that is incredible. Absolutely incredible. You know, old Bill Gates, he and Melinda, he's worth $134 billion, by the way. For now. Yeah. He and Melinda, they're parting ways. And it appears that he did not, they did not have a prenuptial agreement. How weird is that? But, Even more interesting, Gates, by the way, 65 years old, is that apparently they had had some sort of agreement, did the couple, Bill and Melinda, where the billionaire Gates could spend one weekend each year with his former girlfriend. That's weird. (laughs) That is just weird. He, he was uh, married to Melinda for 27 years. And apparently this his old girlfriend, her name is Anne Winblad. She is 70. They dated in the 80s but broke up in 87. That's the year he met Melinda. Oh, how about this? I did not know this, as the great Johnny Carson would say. Winblad founded Open Systems, Inc., an accounting software company that eventually sold for over fifteen million million six six years later. You ain't going to believe this. I used to install Open Systems, and you got the source code back in those days. It was one of the first PC-based products. It was written in – it was terrible. It was written in, in basic – I actually sold it to, to some CPAs around town that were doing accounting for their customers and implemented, uh, developed customizations to the software. I had no idea. Open systems. It was terrible. But it wasn't bad considering we're talking about the early days of PCs where there wasn't a lot out there at the time. How
2: about that? It may have been bad, but it made her $15 million.
3: Made her $15 million bucks. Yeah, today it'd, it'd be more like a few hundred million. And that is amazing. But anyhow, is that kind of weird? You go off, you have an agreement? So let me get this straight. They had a prenuptial on Gates having a fling with his his ex-girlfriend once once a year, but they didn't have anything to to, uh, provide for what happens in the event of a breakup for his $134 billion
2: fortune. It's none of my business, but I'm almost willing to bet they had a nickname for that weekend. Both sides of the adventure. <laughs> okay. Do you have a guess at what that No might? clue what the guess would be, but <laughs> most of them are probably inappropriate.
3: <laughs> Don't forget, honey. <laughs> this is just weird. He's, no wonder he's trying to build. What's he trying to build? We talked about it, like a shield around the oh, yeah, earth. He's
2: going to shoot chalk into the atmosphere <laughs> to block the sun. Like the plot from Highlander 2.
3: He's abandoned that idea, at last I heard, and he's not going to try to shield the planet from the sun. Remember, he he had, uh, was it Anderson Cooper in, and they were eating microbial hamburgers or something like that. No more beef! Unbelievable. He's a weird dude. There's no question. All right, the power outages. You had a little update on that.
2: Oh, yeah, there's – I finally got my chart to pull up, and there are 60,000, almost 61,000 Mississippians still without power. But it looks like several of the uh, power companies are getting down to the nitty-gritty. There's a few of the big ones that still have thousands of customers out, but there are several that are down to one and two customers left. So good news for some. Be patient with others. I mean – You've got in Newton County, they track 12, a little, bit, little over 12,000 customers, and 6,000 of those are still out in Newton. Wow. Newton County. Bad deal over there, huh? Claiborne County, they track a little over 5,000. You've got about 1,600 still out. Uh, Warren County, this tracks 21,000 people, and you got about 7,000 still out. So Jeez. there's parts of central Mississippi and the Delta, like Sunflower County, Still got a couple hundred out. Bolivar County got a couple hundred out. LaFleur County got a couple hundred out. Leak County still got almost 2,000 out. Neshoba's got almost 2,000 out. Scott's almost got 2,000 out. Wow. But they're working on it. They've been working all night. Oh, man.
3: Well, hang in there. Thanks for everybody working on this. We'll take a break. We've got Linda Hornsby, the executive director of the Mississippi Hotel and Lodging Association. And then later on in the show, we're going to talk about Biden's goal for vaccinate, at, uh, vaccinating 70% of the adult population in the country by July 4th. Stick around. The JT Show continues. Yeah!
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly cloudy conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 54. Your Thursday, a beautiful day on tap. Sunny skies, high near 78. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 54. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 79. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. The Batteries Plus. We do more than fix
10: phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside and online to save on boat, RV and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations visit batteriesplus.com.
11: like a deal. From Mother's Day to Graduation Day, let DNS Diamonds and Jewelry be a part of your celebrations. From pearl studs to diamond studs, every creation is specially priced during the month of May. From unique, one-of-a-kind creations for mom, for traditional diamond pendants and earrings for the grad, each item DNS Diamonds offers has been meticulously selected for both its quality and value. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood in front of J.C. Penny.
17: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Coast Guard has suspended the search for a Southern Miss student who went missing in the Gulf off Dolphin Island. 20-year-old Robert Brent of Yazoo County was last seen swimming Sunday. The Coast Guard searched nearly 1,800 square miles for over 50 hours, but were unable to locate Brent. And during a Department of Justice budget hearing Tuesday, Mississippi Congressman Stephen Palazzo questioned Attorney General Merrick Garland about how his agency is going to help solve the border crisis.
4: My biggest concern is the flow of people, not those who are coming through the points of entry, but it's the ones that are taking advantage of this crisis. and It's the human trafficking, it's the drug smuggling, it's the bringing in of foreign nationals, some who have been apprehended that we know are on the terror watch list.
17: The DOJ's current budget stands at $35.2 billion. That's $1.9 billion more than my Year. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
19: Switches are thrown. The
0: signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: everyone the jt show super talk mississippi thanks so much for joining us and uh, making us part of the middle of your day and on the line with us now linda hornsby executive director of the mississippi hotel and lodging association good morning linda good
20: morning
3: thanks so much for joining us today hope everything is well and that uh, the weather didn't cause too much problems for you we were just talking about the severe storms that rolled through here
11: Right,
20: right. Well, we, we. I mean, we experienced it, but not as bad as the last, the last one a, a week or two ago. We, we got struck by lightning in a couple of places, in and around our home, and so uh, it was. It's you know, it took out a few things, but but we're here, and this one wasn't as bad.
3: Yeah. Well, what about uh, your members in the uh, hotel and lodging industry? Heard anything there? Any any uh, stuff going on? I haven't.
20: I have. I haven't. Ch- Yeah, I haven't checked with Jackson yet, and I do plan to do that um, because I need to talk to some of them about a couple of other things. But uh, thought I'd let them have time to survey their property first before I start asking them.
3: Sure, sure. Wanted to have you on today, Linda, to kind of give us an update on the industry. I think it's accurate to say that it the pandemic uh, impacted negatively, adversely impacted the uh, lodging. And uh, hotel industry, certainly the travel industry and uh, the hospitality industry, is much if not more than any.
20: Right. Well, you know, we we we've, we've um, it's been kind of an anomaly. We um, statewide mm-hmm. and in certain areas of the state, our occupancy, if you just look at pure occupancy, has done very well. Hmm. um you can't re- in some areas you can't really compare year over year sure. because um if you're just doing 2020 and compare it to 2019 well a large portion of south mississippi experienced um the blue green algae in 2019 from june 1st till through september so that's not a good comparison so when you see during 2020 when you see um up this much year over year that's not realistic you really need to compare it to 2018 sure um however even if it were up you know purely up um, it's costing, the business is costing a lot more in terms of labor. We, um, it, it, we're experiencing what most everybody in tourism is experiencing is, is lack of people that want to return to work. So the people you do have, uh, management is working double shifts, doing things they've never, it, it's certainly not in their job description. But more importantly, the hourly workers that are back at work are working overtime, that costs the employer a lot more money. But thank goodness that they're willing to do that. They're working seven days a week without a break. And um, so it is more costly. Plus, just cleaning a room, let's say, for instance, cleaning a room or a, or a common area um, during COVID is a lot more expensive. Yeah. It, it, you know, sure. Yeah. Sure. More products, more labor. You're wiping down more things than you ever did before.
3: And so are uh, given the increase in cost uh, both of labor and it and sounds like uh, supplies and, and just other materials that are uh, consumed mm-hmm. in, and operating uh, such a facility, are they able to pass those costs on in the form of, of higher prices for, uh, for lodging?
20: no the one area where uh we have not seen a big increase is our adr which is your average daily rate yeah. um they have kept that pretty moderate but that's what it takes to attract people sometimes yeah. and so um so we we most of the hotels have kept their rate at or below what it was
3: I got you, and so obviously, it's it, in that case. I would presume it's it's squeezing their gross margin and and their net income.
20: Yeah, yeah. Bottom line is taking a hit for sure.
3: Wow. So, do you feel like this is a permanent situation, or do you kind of see light at the end of the tunnel when we get back to, I guess, sort of pre-pandemic levels in terms of of uh, labor and costs?
20: Yeah, yeah, I do think it's temporary. I think, um, you know, when, like I said, when you look purely at occupancy and you see that, wow, we're doing better, better than, you know, the rest of the, well, the southeast and and the rest of the nation. Um, however, it is a false economy. Yeah. It's it's almost. You could compare it to when an area is hit by a tornado or a hurricane and all of a sudden you've got utility workers in there and you've got insurance people in there. And all of a sudden it creates a false economy. I is see. that going to continue? No, it's a just a different clientele. And so um, plus those are usually at lower prices because it's contract
13: yeah. Uh, yeah, good contract, point. Contract
20: um, business. So, so, uh, no, it's not going to continue. We hope that it will, all of this will be replaced by our traditional visitors or, or business. We are uh, going to be challenged to get our corporate business back, our group business back, conventions and meetings. That's going to be our big challenge throughout the state.
3: Yeah, and do you attribute the challenge to be just just getting people comfortable with large gatherings, and and I guess companies allowing their the members of their team to even yes. attend these events, I would assume, is a big deal. Yeah. But uh, yeah. certainly, okay. there a lot a lot of your members rely on those those big events for we do. A, a good yeah. bit of their revenue. In, in, yeah,
20: in some areas. It is the bread and butter. Sure. And so, um, but certainly every area, it, it needs that group business. Uh, we've got to convince corporate that in-person um, uh, meetings with their customers is better than yep. Yep. meeting by telephone or Zoom. Same thing with, with meetings. And uh, there's just nothing like in-person and and so um, we now that that things are opening up and and um, limitations have been lifted as far as as how many people will fit inside of a facility. <clears throat> now we just have to go out and convince these meeting planners that it is safe to come here. It has been throughout, but that it is safe. And um, and we're ready for you. We, you know, the larger the facility, the more you're able to space out. Yeah. And so, um, so that's our biggest challenge ahead of us besides the labor. Well, I, I got to tell those you, those two things.
3: Sure, I couldn't agree more with you that there's no substitute, and I've said it so many times on the air throughout this ordeal. There's just no substitute for being in person, and and these. Big business events, having been in business, uh, in the technology business for so many years as I was, attended countless uh, meetings, you know, all over the country. Uh, And there's just no substitute for getting around, uh, for not only receiving the information and attending the Mm presentations, but being around your peers and your colleagues. You learn so much from them. That's really where the value is. Yeah,
20: having casual conversations and building relationships. You can't do that electronically, and um, you know, getting to know them in person is is just invaluable. You can't put a price on it.
3: Totally, totally agree. And I, gosh, I am hoping and, and have said, I think uh, from the beginning that that would sort of be the litmus test when you start seeing these the return to these big business events and conventions in venues yeah. such as those. Operated by your members, then we're back to normal. Until then, I don't think we are, and and it's just kind of kind of been my feeling. That's that's sort of the again the high water mark that says, yeah, we're back. And gosh, with uh, and
20: and normal may go ahead. Normal may be different in the future. You know, normal might not be the normal it was, uh, and I hate to use the phrase "new normal," (laughs) but but there will be, I think, certain. policies and procedures in place i think we've learned a lot Mm -hmm. and um maybe during flu season there will be masks you know and and airline listen i i'm all about i think they should keep the masks on on air passengers because it's like an incubator especially during during flu seasons or outbreaks but uh, i think there's going to be um, precautions taken that are caught more costly to large meeting venues, but it will be worth it just to prove to our customers that we're ready.
3: Yeah, I understand. Well, it, you know, it's it's hard to kind of see out in the crystal ball of what that looks like. I, I personally hope that we get back to a point where it looks the same as it did before all this stuff started, is, is, especially with folks getting vaccinated and, and more folks that are uh, helping to achieve herd immunity, natural herd immunity. But anyhow, Linda, thanks so much for joining us today. Really appreciate your insight.
20: You're welcome. And I do recommend everyone get vaccinated. Get your employees vaccinated.
3: You got it. Thank you, Linda. Appreciate it. Have a good day. We'll be Thank back you. with more here on the mm-hmm. JT Bye. Show. Stay with
11: us.
15: Please.
7: Supertalk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team here in the Jackson metro area. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for one of the most well-known media brands in Mississippi, Ole Miss Sports, and other great sponsorships, email your resume to Larry at supertalk.fm. That's Larry at supertalk.fm. Supertalk Mississippi Media is an equal opportunity employer.
13: Give your mom sweet satisfaction this Mother's Day with delicious treats from Nandy's Candy. Pick up scrumptious treats like Nandy's assorted chocolates, English toffee, truffles, Nandy's famous pralines, divinity and even sugar-free chocolates. Place your order online today for chocolate-dipped strawberries and chocolate-dip baskets at nandyscandy.com. Nandy's Candy in Maywood Mart or shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
19: The spring-saving spectacular at must of Jackson is going to blow your mind. That's right, spring is here, and it's time to ditch that old car and upgrade to a new Mazda. We're offering our biggest savings of the year right now, and you don't want to miss it. Right now, get 0% financing or $1,500 off new 2021 Mazda 6s. Plus, get 0% financing on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Worried that you can't get approved because of your past credit issues? Don't be. We are focused on your future, and our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number Number one goal. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000 mile powertrain warranty from Must of Jackson. Bring in your current vehicle. We'll buy it even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come see all of our amazing deals during our spring savings spectacular only at Must of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. jackson.com See dealer for complete details for approved credit on select models.
21: This is the opening agri report. It's the opening of the New York Cotton. Continent- Exchange July cotton was down ten to eighty seven ten. October cotton was up twenty two to eighty six eighty nine. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were up two and a half to fifteen forty and three quarter per bushel. August soybeans were up two and a quarter to fourteen eighty four and a quarter per bushel. July corn. Was down two and three quarters to 694 per bushel. September corn was up five and a half to 615 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was up 57 to 113.60. August live cattle was up 30 to 116.92. August feeders down 17 to 143. Even September feeders down 25 to 145.35. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 23 points to 34,110. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is a Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network.
1: Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Thanks. I want to talk about what Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation is. We serve as the largest general farm organization in Mississippi with more than 170,000 member families. We're here to solve problems for our Mississippi farmers so they can have a better life and make a better living. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org.
22: You can bet the farm on it.
0: yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, now, on to the real part.
24: Mike On
0: Super Talk Mississippi.
3: everyone the jt show super talk mississippi appreciate linda hornsby the executive director of the mississippi hotel and lodging association joining us you know i uh i differ a little bit on uh, miss hornsby's view there i want to see these masks out of here and honestly i i think i'm right about this rhino that has it not been determined that the interior of an airplane is like one of the safest environments because of the constant recirculation of air, especially given the recent MIT uh, study, which says you're no better at six feet than, or 60 than you are at six. Yeah.
2: You're in the room. In, inside is the Inside, the key. right. Right. But in the
3: case where you've got really good ventilation, such as on an airplane, uh cramming folks in on an airplane without a mask i think is fine and then you know the flu season stuff look i think the key there is if it's flu season and you're sick don't go to a business event like that just stay away that's the best thing i don't want to see a bunch of people run around at business events like that spaced out with wearing masks that totally detracts from the value of the event and i've been to hundreds of them gigantic events
13: I think the
2: the future of masking is probably somewhere in the middle where if you're not feeling well, I mean, you you already spent the five to ten bucks on your designer mask that matches what you like. (laughs) So if you're not feeling well, but you still got to run to the store, you might put one on so you're not sneezing on the bread, but yeah. after this is done and dusted i don't see it being a a seasonal thing it's more of a a personal choice to protect others around you
3: i i hope you're right and i think you're right uh but uh, how many people do you think honestly out there that you see really married to those masks uh, believe that they are protecting themselves oh yeah the vast majority
2: would you agree they think it's some sort of magical force field
3: and I, and here's what here's what uh one of the things that i think makes me think that so i went to an event recently and it's yeah i don't know 150 people or so there nobody wearing a mask except one person so and that person was vaccinated so is that person like trying to protect the other 150 149, whatever. I saw it.
2: Seems like that person has bought into the politicization of masks.
3: I would agree, which is obviously a huge deal and continues to be. So I
2: mean, President Biden had to send a message to all the foreign leaders when he's in a room by himself 15 feet away from a photographer by wearing a mask on a Zoom call for Earth Day, but then he goes and visits former President Carter, and, well, no masks in sight for that photo op. So... Right, but outside, he had his
3: mask on. Did yeah, you notice he said? came
2: outside, he put his mask on. He put on. his mask
3: on. But he's sitting, he's kneeling, right, next to the chair in which Miss Carter was sitting. She's 93, something to that effect, but vaccinated. They're all vaccinated. And he's like in an inner grill to get the picture. And Dr. Jill Biden, the same with the former President Carter. But then they, with no masks on. It was quite the quaint photo. But then they go outside and they stick those stupid masks on. Help me out with that. I can't figure it out.
2: It makes zero sense.
3: Especially when his own CDC, even doctor lock him up forever and throw away the key. Fauci says, you don't need to do that outside. All right, so Joe said yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was the day before. I'm losing track of time. But he said that. His goal is his aim is for seventy percent of the adult population to have at least one shot, right by July fourth, in the in the uh, in the two shot regimen, at least one. Uh, as of Tuesday, yesterday, one hundred and six million people in the U.S. were fully vaccinated. And more than 56% of adults, or 148 million people, had received at least one shot. No question that that has contributed to a precipitous decline in infections and hospitalizations, deaths. But anyhow, his goal, so to hit that goal by July 4th, we need 55 million more adults to get fully vaccinated. 35 million more to hit the goal of 70% of adults having at least one shot think we'll hit it July 4th
2: that's under a million a day yeah
3: ought to work but the the decline in demand is fairly steep it is time for a break here on the JT Show. We'll take that right now. Got you some news. Don't forget coming up in the third hour at 12, Fred Shanks and Chief Dean Scott of the Pearl Police Department talking about human trafficking. Stay with us.
0: Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090.
25: news. I'm Lillian Wu. COVID hospitalizations and deaths projected to fall sharply by the end of July, according to experts who also warn a substantial increase in cases is possible if unvaccinated people don't follow basic precautions. The U.S. added more than 40,000 new cases of COVID-19 in the past 24 hours with 933 deaths. Fox's Tony J Powers. Peloton is recalling its treadmills after one child died and dozens of other people were hurt. And the attorney for Derek Chauvin waiting to hear whether the former officer convicted of murdering George Floyd will be granted a new trial.
9: A
6: filing that went into record uh, yesterday argues among other things failings on the part of Judge Peter Cahill uh, such as allowing a key witness to take the fifth and not testify. Fox's Mike Tobin.
25: America's listening to Fox News.
26: Federal unemployment policies are making it more profitable for some Mississippians not to work, but that isn't the only thing keeping them away.
4: One of the things that's keeping, especially moms, out of the workplace is having a place for their children. You know, it's hard to find
27: child care from 6 p.m. to 7 a.m., and we're looking at some ideas about maybe, you know, making child care available there.
26: Bob Anderson is the director of the State Department of Human Services. They plan to use funds from the American Rescue Plan to expand the hours child care is available. Available. Four people are dead after a small civilian plane crashed into a home last night on Annie Christie Drive in Hattiesburg. The FAA and National Transportation Safety Board are investigating. If you're in that area and you find any debris or wreckage you believe is connected to the crash, don't touch or remove it. Instead, contact the Hattiesburg Police Department. I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: Free up your time. With steel, you can spend less time working on your yard and more time doing the things you love. Not sold at Lowe's or The Home Depot. Steel is only available through our 10,000 local steel dealers. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com.
18: Lowe's and The Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Get big league performance
0: in your backyard with steel battery tools. From mowers to trimmers, our AK Homeowner Series starts at just $199.99. Steel is not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot. Pick up at over 10,000 local dealers. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. All prices MSRP. Available participating dealers. Lowe's and the Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies.
26: Walmart and Sam's Clubs are going to provide walk-up COVID vaccines at 85 pharmacies across Mississippi. Actually, they're already doing that. A company said now that supply and eligibility have expanded, it's even more important to reach underserved and vulnerable populations. The Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, and Moderna vaccines will be administered as long as supplies last. Mississippi is definitely no stranger to severe weather. We had another round of it yesterday. And Sunday night, four tornadoes
4: Absolutely uh, amazing with the time of night that it hit. We've got over 90 homes and commercial businesses that were uh, damaged at some level, and there was not a single ambulance call.
26: That's Tupelo Mayor Jason Shelton. Damage was also reported in Calhoun City, Lee, Pontotoc, and Itawamba counties. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
25: Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson
27: 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been
0: waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the J.T. Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi, the Supertalk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this.
2: Hump Day.
3: There you go. Let's see. I think Jill and Jill may join our group of Neanderthals. that <laughs> on the ceasefire text line from the 662. Maybe so. <laughs> uh... Let's see. Morning, man. I've been wearing the mask since 2018 due to chemo for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and I haven't been sick. Thanks to the Lord. It would have killed me. JT, keep fighting. I'm a year and a half cancer-free. The cancer talk with a 12-year-old sucks. You won't hear about that. Cancer's big business. Appreciate that. Glad you're doing much better and are cancer-free, and yes, we uh, continue to pray and encourage JT, and of course, we know JT is fighting, no question about that, but please continue to keep him in your prayers. Haven't heard from him in a bit, Uh, and of course, you've probably noticed out on the JT uh, Facebook site his uh, last communication from his daughter a few weeks ago, and expect to see, I think, more there as news breaks, but Appreciate that. On the also on the ceasefire text line, can the lumber industry be looked at for price gouging? Every lumber mill I pass, wood is piled everywhere. Seems like a made up shortage. Well, I th- I, you know, I don't know all the details about that, but I as long as it, it's, there's no such thing in my view as, as price gouging as long as people are willing to pay the price, you don't have to buy it, and. Certainly, in accordance with market dynamics, the price will normalize based on supply and demand. That's, uh, I think, fairly consistent with uh, that principle. So, you know, I, I know I'm told by builders and those that are... I
2: was about to say, it doesn't happen in a vacuum as well, because you have the insanity of the housing market right now. Exactly. Where you can sell your house, but uh, if you don't have somewhere to move into, you're going to be out of luck. And if you find yourself in that situation, you just sold a house, you're trying to build a new one, I guess. Well, everybody's in that same boat.
3: Yeah, and what I'm hearing is that a great deal of the reason for the, uh, the shortage, the lack of supplies, just trying to get these... Production facilities, these mills and so forth, back up to their normal levels, their normal capacity. So you've got a combination of a lot of buyers entering the market, a lot of construction, and it slowed down quite a bit during the pandemic. So you got a combination of that new construction,
2: did. new new construction, right? Honey, do lists got longer and longer.
3: That's right. But new construction, I gotta believe, consumes in general more lumber than. Remodeling and renovation stuff like that, but anyhow, that's obviously skyrocketing in, in terms of activity. So you've got that. Uh, you've got uh, you've got low interest rates. A lot of people are trying to take advantage of that, fearful of of uh, higher rates in the future. So just a lot of and a lot of people also that have have sought to change their lifestyle somewhat and take up single family home as a as a resident so you just got a lot of factors figuring into this there's also issues we've talked about it there's a huge shortage of drivers to drive the vehicles to deliver the products and in fact the the number from the Wall Street Journal their estimates are there 50,000 drivers needed to drive the vehicles that deliver the goods and services the goods in our economy and and the supply chain. And, and in fact, in the oil and gas industry, the tanker trucks that deliver gasoline and petrochemical products, et cetera, 25% of those are on the sidelines, not rolling. And that is expected to cause not only a continued increase in the price of gas at the pump, but also, they're talking about gas shortages this summer when the travel really gets heated up. Hopefully, hopefully, we won't see that. So, you know, you look at, again, in retrospect, were all these shutdowns the right thing to do? I still believe that time will tell, but we'll look back on this bit of history, and it will appear as the biggest public policy blunder ever. That's my opinion. And I just don't think it really had that significant an impact. And and is not what we're witnessing right now and the contrast between those states that are far more open versus those states that are still restricted doesn't seem to have an impact or doesn't align with the active cases and the hospitalizations and so forth, does it not just seem, Rhino, a couple of months ago, Texas was ground zero for hospitalizations? Remember particularly in the southwest part of Texas, and they were moving in mobile morgues and all sorts of of stuff, and of course, the folks on the left were just absolutely... Was that around Thanksgiving? Was it then? It was sometimes. It seems like it was around the Thanksgiving-Christmas period uh, in that that range. But they were just all over Governor Abbott about that. And, you know, there's still, what, 40 percent of the schools in this country are not back in school, in-person school. There was some reopening, kind of hybrid reopening is how I describe it in the Los Angeles School District, which I believe is the largest in the country, and San Francisco, and the students are allowed to return to the classroom in person, but the teachers are still conducting the class remotely at their homes. So you go to the classroom to watch a teacher on Zoom. They call them Zoom
2: rooms. Does that sound crazy? Yeah, they've got an article written, well, it's not written by, but it's uh, featuring Sanaya Longino arriving for her first day of in-person 8th grade in San Francisco last week where there's only one other student in the class. Unbelievable. So, she said she'd prefer to stay home, just feel like there's no point. Yeah, uh, it's,
3: it's a total waste of resources and travel and et cetera, but almost to a child, when, you, when they speak to the children. In fact, Joe visited a school. He and Dr. Jill Biden visited a school late last week. And they asked the question, hey, how's the Zoom going? How's the at-home learning going? And that's not to say that there are not some children who that just works perfectly fine for them. I think that the vast majority would say, as they have, and that's been communicated in interviews. And I think it shocked the president. When he asked the question, I don't really learn that well <laughs> when I'm at home. You know, and again, interacting with people, and especially as a child, that is such a critical part of a child's development, is to be around others and hopefully around good teachers. By the way, not like one in out in California, maybe Rhino can find a sound for us you guys see this? This has gone viral. Here we go. Harassed today because I
22: was going under the speed limit. I was going at thirty-eight.
24: Yes, you are, ma'am. Good morning.
22: Which is and the speed limit is forty, and I was going thirty-eight. So why are you harassing you're me?
24: You're correct. I pulled you over because, because you're
22: a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you're you be a murderer. You can't be.
24: You can't be on your cell phone while you're driving. I was
22: on on driving. My phone. I was recording you because you scared me. You can't.
24: Me. You can't use your cell phone while record you're recording. I can record you. May I have your driver's license?
22: I it's it's at my apartment.
24: What's your apartment?
22: It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his...
24: Do you party. have a, Do you have your driver's license?
22: I it, I mistakenly left it at home.
24: Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it?
22: And can you call your supervisor, please? Because I,
24: I already did. He's on his way. Good,
22: because you're a murderer. Okay. And so you're giving me a cell phone ticket? Is that why you're harassing me? It's
24: not harassment. I, um, I am enforcing the law. I law. have
22: a right to the police when they're harassing me by
24: all means but you can't do it while you're driving i was
22: i can i wasn't doesn't texting or none of that do you have and you had a picture scared me and made me think you were
24: going to murder me okay well i'm sorry you feel that way
22: well you're
24: that's not just a feeling you're a murderer okay can you zoom in on that for me sure Jane? thank you and
22: i'm perfectly legal and i'm a teacher so oh. there
24: congratulations
22: murder. you're a murderer
24: What's your last name? I can't see that there. Well, if here you, stop, you go, Stop murderer. shaking. Zoom in on that for no, me, No, because right?
22: you're scaring me. Oh, you're don't. threatening to kill me and my son. Can you give me okay.
24: the... the well, okay. You, 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 I'll tell you what. You keep smiling. Yeah, you're
22: on camera. You your th- you're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm
24: i did not... Didn't
3: sm- oh, my gosh. People, people, people. We'll be right back. We'll talk about this.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly cloudy conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 54. Your Thursday, a beautiful day on tap. Sunny skies, high near 78. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 54. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 79. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com.
11: This Mother's Day, make it memorable with a gift of jewelry from DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Whether she's your mom or the mom of your children, don't let May 9th pass without doing something extra special for the one who gives life and makes yours so much better. From simple diamond cross pendants to the larger diamond studs you know she's always wanted, DNS Diamonds has you covered. Through May 8th, you'll find exciting specials throughout the store. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Floodwood, in front of J.C. JCPenney.
4: Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks Miller & Corey Firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com.
7: The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
5: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State, every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Ladies and gentlemen, let's
13: hear
0: it. Let's hear it. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
3: Everyone, the JT show super talk, Mississippi. All right, so we're gonna continue. There's some some
2: uh, more good sound on this video. Oh, yeah, she wasn't done being terminally ignorant. Mm-hmm.
22: You, you I'll tell you what, you keep smiling, yeah, you're on camera. You keep, you're, you're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm I not smiling, that. you're the one who's crazy.
24: Hold that still. I can't see that. Uh, is this your car? Yes, it
22: is. And you're trying to say, I stole my own car because you're jealous. Yeah,
24: I that's don't think about? so. You wait for me right here, okay?
22: You're jealous. On the citation. All you need
23: to do is, is your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. There you go,
24: ma'am. Sign inside
22: the red box, right a, there. For him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. on
24: the citation, ma'am.
22: Here you go, Mexican racist. <laughs> you're always gonna be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? You'll never be white, which is what you really want to be. There you, you wanna go, be dear. White. Have Thank a you, good ma'am. day. You want to be white so bad
3: unbelievable would you want that person teaching your children she had her son in her vehicle
21: no 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 no
2: no no by the logic of the left all teachers act like that
10: oh
3: i see
2: if we're going to we're going to play fair here with with the liberal logic if the actions of one police officer are a stain on all police officers then the action of that alleged teacher are a stain on all teachers right See how loony the liberal logic is? That's just nutty. I,
3: I got to tell you, is there a crown in heaven for that police officer for putting up with that garbage and staying as composed and calm? I'm willing to bet that's not the worst thing he's been called. You're probably, you know, sadly, you're probably right about that. I suspect you're right. And she was obviously trying to provoke him, just sitting there just wanting him to do something, to step out of line, with that phone in her hand. You're scaring me. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't comprehend the ignorance there, but more importantly, just the hate from the people who tell us that we're full of hate on the other side. That was nothing but a tirade of hate against a person she do not even know.
2: With her, I believe, six-year-old son in the car?
3: I think that's right. Now, Thomas from Greenwood says she was never a teacher. The word is, is what he said. Never a teacher and no longer one. I don't know. Rhino noted she was in a Mercedes, right? Teachers make... The average salary in California is eighty two yeah, grand. Yeah, the,
2: the policeman's body cam when he goes around to the front to check the plate because in California you got one on the front. Oh, and the front back. and
3: back, yep. You saw the logo. Yeah, it's a Mercedes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that! So you're familiar with the the saying based on the Bible, the patience of Job. It should be replaced with the patience of this police officer dealing with his nut.
2: But like you said, sadly... You could apply some other teachings to uh, other parts of American politics with friends like the Democrats who needs enemies.
3: (laughs) That's just sad. Uh, And so there's no secret that in this country, police officers are retiring at a record rate in certain cities. Recruiting is way down. Philadelphia is the latest, reporting huge issues with this, huge challenges. But I saw this morning that there, I believe, is a ballot measure that is making its way to the ballot a citizen-initiated. It's a Minneapolis group, and they are collecting signatures for an initiative to replace the police department with a department of public safety
2: so oh it's even better than that it's to replace the police department with the department of community safety and violence prevention
3: oh my gosh oh yeah i'm sure that'll work
2: <laughs> Oh. We're here from the DCS VP. <laughs> stop, or I'll say stop again.
3: All I can think about is <laughs> they're going to stick flowers in your hair and stop. It's <laughs> it's the summer of love, San Francisco, nineteen sixty-seven. That's what I what it reminds me. Of. <sighs> Happy, joy, running around, flowers in your head, while well, going to the back alleys to stuff Big Macs in your in your gut. It's just crazy. Um, But, gosh. And you're teaching children this. And again, is there a profession, folks, that doesn't have some bad actors in it? Every profession. But yet, should we judge the whole of every profession and every person in that profession by the actions of 1. In this case it's literally 1. That's what they point to. All of this is based on 1. Tens of millions of interactions. And I'm not giving the police a pass when they step out of line. And and by the way, good police officers will tell you that. They give them a bad name. They don't want that. They don't want them in their profession. Any self-respecting person in a profession doesn't want the bad actors. They want them filtered out to maintain the reputation and the integrity of the profession. That's what makes sense. But now we're running around teaching this garbage to kids in schools. This is a school teacher. Mm. Very disturbing. Uh, Thomas says, nah, it's not patience. She pushed so hard it became comical. Maybe. She said she was a college professor, Chris and Summit. She just said she was a teacher. By the way, I'm a teacher. Loretta in West Point says she just got her 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Stan and Ripley says uh, her rear needs to be fired or something. Hmm. Interesting. I would like to have a few minutes with her, says Cindy on the C Spire text line. All the teachers in the public schools in the Delta ride in new cars, high-dollar cars. I don't know how they get them. I mean, of course, look, I shouldn't say that. No, it doesn't really matter.
2: Mike from Madison on the C Spire text line. The policeman is lucky he only had five minutes of contact with her. Can you imagine being married to her? (laughs) That's true. Uh.
3: Sadly, that same cop would be called by that lady if she was getting robbed, and he would put his life between her and the bad guy. That is true. However, we got some sound later on we'll play, because we're out of time in this uh, particular segment. We got some sound later on from Cypress College. It might surprise you, Mike. You might surprise you at what one professor said how she would respond if her life were endangered with respect to police protection. Paula McCone, we are headed to the police department in the movies Demolition Man. Stop or else. Jacob from Columbus says, Ever seen Demolition Man? There you go, starring, uh, starring Stallone and Snipes. Yeah, Wesley. Check out the police force and that. See what it's coming to.
2: Or the fact that fine dining is Taco Bell.
3: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> What's really sad is there's a, there are probably people who agree with her. Oh, no question. that from Georgia and Oxford. As, as I just said, there's a ballot in, initiative in Minneapolis. And by the way, if I'm not mistaken, Rhino, the murders in Minneapolis up 100% over last year. Why did Joe Biden not even address that? in his uh, As
2: of January 22, 2021, Minneapolis crime stats show 250% increase okay. in gunshot victims.
3: Okay. Right. That's incredible. Did y'all see about the 19-year-old black kid in Hattiesburg that jumped someone, a white male, in a road rage incident tried to force him to say black power while punching him in the head? I hadn't heard that. That on the ceasefire text line. Is there any media information, media sources on that? That would be interesting. Hmm. I reckon she had twins in that car. That from Seward Greenwood. Surely it had to be. I don't think anybody would have done something like that twice with her. <laughs> if that woman is on drugs, she needs to get off them. If she's not on drugs, she needs to get on them on the ceasefire tax line from the 662 region. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. I got a text here. I got to get to I'll find it. I think it was Derek. Yep. Derek. I'll talk about that when we come back. Stay with us. It's about the lumber pricing. The JT show continues.
28: Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601 605 44.
14: morganstone.com
6: if your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision please listen carefully that's clintonbodyshop.com.
23: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at capitaldentalinc.com. Capital Dental located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
14: Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 6 60-
26: Federal unemployment policies are making it more profitable for some Mississippians not to work, but that isn't the only thing keeping them away.
27: One of the things that's keeping, especially moms, out of the workplace is having a place for their children. You know, it's hard to find child care from 6 p.m. to 7 a.m., and we're looking at some ideas about maybe, you know, making child care available there.
26: Bob Anderson is the director of the State Department of Human Services. They plan to use funds from the American Rescue Plan to expand the hours child care is available. Available. Four people are dead after a small civilian plane crashed into a home last night on Annie Christie Drive in Hattiesburg. The FAA and National Transportation Safety Board are investigating. If you're in that area and you find any debris or wreckage you believe is connected to the crash, don't touch or remove it. Instead, contact the Hattiesburg Police Department. I'm Kelly Bennett.
10: set all controls before recording all systems closed. now 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 back to
0: the jt show with gerard gibbert and rhino on super talk mississippi
13: mississippi
3: Seagulls rocking us in this into this segment, courtesy of Rhino Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this hump day. My friend Sharon Womack out in Brandon, Mississippi says, Thanks for the Rona. There you go. Uh, Jason on the C Spire text line says, I'm dealing with these far left goofs here. I'm all for reforming the police and employing. More mental health professionals in some instances, but that doesn't imply defunding. That requires more funding. They're full of it. Yeah, and I think it's more than just defunding. It literally they want to dismantle. That's the word now, right? I'm I'm hip in using that word. I think
2: deconstruct. We're reimagining. re-imagining. We have to focus on how we intersect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> By the way, we got that CIA tape. We'll play a little bit later from the new ad they're running. That had so many of those weird, woke words in it. I didn't know what the hell it was saying. I didn't know what the message was.
2: I was <laughs> looking for a link to a bingo card.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. But uh, it, it's just no surprise. Why you know, why does anybody want to be a cop? They're, our institutions are teaching people to hate them especially young people and then that kind of where they come from eventually so at one time i i certainly remember you, you just start with i guess respect for all professions and when there are bad actors within one you take care of
2: that you manage it you deal I think with it. it goes beyond respect for professions it comes down to respect for individual human beings
3: well then that's the problem there's
2: a person behind that badge there's a person behind the name tag at the hospital there's a person standing there in front of you running the cash cash register at the grocery store
3: so isn't this back to this concept we've discussed on the program which is it's not about who you are, not about your performance, not about your value proposition, it's about what you are. In this case, by default, because this human being is a police officer, he's a murderer, according to that motorist, a racist one at that. Here's
2: some audio from a Brown University professor, he's an Ivy League professor, talking about the the scourge of identity politics. And he's got
15: some good points. People that they are this is criminal, in my opinion. Okay. Where to challenge them? They come in telling me that they're this or that, that they're genitalia. That's how they get to, to me at 18 years old. They think they are these things. They haven't read anything. They haven't been anywhere. They haven't done anything. I'm a teacher. My job is not to reaffirm them in their preconceptions. It's to challenge them to outgrow them, their preconceptions. So when, as a, I, the first point was a point about the intellectual mission of the university in terms of knowledge production and the deliberation over questions, important questions of understanding about social life. But my second point is the pedagogic trust that we have. We entrusted to shepherd uh, young minds into their maturity and to pi- to, to jump on a bandwagon And to fill their heads with slogans rather than challenging them with the best that human beings of any color have thought through the ages is a criminal abdication.
2: There's no question about it. That is Merton P. Stoltz, Professor Glenn Lowry of Brown University.
3: I don't see uh, honestly how he survives at Brown University.
2: That's kind of bizarre. I'm not prejudging, but he does have some uh, silver in his hair, so he might have tenure. I see.
3: Yeah, you're probably right. But, you know, you think about this particular lady, who I would label, by the way, this motorist, who was having that interaction with a police officer. I would argue she is a racist. She's certainly a bigot, a preconceived pre. Judge, right? Prejudice. Prejudge. Yeah. She's prejudged this police officer as a murderer. As a murderer. The, the most heinous crime a human can commit is taking the life of another.
2: And then by using that tag, when she couldn't get him to, in fact, murder her, she resorted to just plain racism. You're just a racist.
3: So I would argue she is a person who has abdicated personal responsibility and to a great extent are not much in many of the race grievances they're like exempting you from personal if it's a race so in this case it's critical per-
2: race theory critical race theory teaches that it is it is impossible for an african american to be racist that's right Because so your right. idea of racism involves a uh, some weird balance of power Exactly right. And they believe that African Americans have less power, so that because of that, that means they cannot be racist. Exactly. That that is the core tenet of
3: critical race theory. That, and of course, by default, every white person is a white supremacist, and, and our institutional framework is built on white supremacy, and white supremacists seek to expand and maintain that level of control and supremacy. But we've got to, to the point where identity predicates individuality. Your your point about, well, they, she sees that person as just a uniformed police officer, not as a human being inside there, inside that uniform, wearing that uniform. But yet, this is from the side... The ideology that says that those of us on the right are all haters—that is a, 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 a most stark Hillary example. Clinton's basket
2: of deplorables,
3: right? What an example of hate that was! Gosh, unbelievable. Well, I wanted to get to Derek because he he did uh, weigh in. Appreciate that, Derek, on the C Spire text line from the six six two about. My comment about lumber, and he says, I usually agree with you, but defending the price of lumber tripling in a year's price gouging. They can do it because of people not having to work, because of stimulus to the government subsidies. Derek in the Delta, I don't think uh, and personally believe that government subsidies, you'd have to help me out, Derek. I don't know what that has to do with, with home building per se um, and unemployment benefits, Not sure that that's causing this incredible demand for lumber. This is just a supply and demand issue. It's just simple as that. Um, And so, yeah, I think it's right. And we also had it's right to say someone else from the Jackson area. Who is it? Larry from Jackson, I believe, that says he's a home builder. Yeah, I'm in the residential construction. The lumber providers have seen what they can get. and I don't see it going down much. That may be the case, but you know what will make it go down? Quit buying it. Quit buying it. You don't have to have lumber. You don't have to go build and buy a new house. Not It's not necessary. They're, so that will cause the price to go down. This is just a supply and demand thing. There's no question that those in the lumber business are having record profits. No question. That's because there's record demand and limited supply. And I know folks that own timber and are selling that lumber. They're not uh, uh, they're not really making any more money off of it as a result. So anyhow, it's it's just a it's just demand and supply. It's just simple as that. And I I would be curious as to know if anybody out there, if they had the opportunity to sell whatever it is they sell for a living. And they had the opportunity to sell it for a higher price because of demand. If they would do it and and sort of take advantage of those market dynamics while they can, capitalize on that, or if they would just say, no, I'm just going to sit tight. Because what would happen is if you didn't sell your product, your lumber in this case, at a price that was competitive and and, um, matched the demand, and you decided to sell it at a much lower price, obviously, you'd be inundated and overrun with orders you couldn't fill. You just couldn't get enough supply. So it's just the market sorting it out. And I guess the question I would ask Derek what do you want exactly? Do you want the government to come in, step in, and say, we got to regulate the price of lumber? Then what? Regulate the price of everything and every business. That's my big fear. They're already trying to do that. That's their druthers. The market will sort this out. It's the only fair arbiter of wage and price. Not the government. No question they contributed to it in their bad policies, including the Federal Reserve with their ridiculously low interest rates at this point. Time for a break here on the JT Show. We'll come right back. Don't forget, in the next hour, we've got Representative Fred Shanks and the Pearl Police Chief, Dean Scott, talking about human trafficking in Mississippi. You don't want to miss it.
0: Tint Headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Get ready to laugh. I hear somebody yelling across the parking lot. Jack Chad Prather here. I want to invite you to join me in Forest,
23: Mississippi? Am I crazy? Comedy tour is coming to town May 27th. We're going to be at the Scott County Forest Convention Center. Cole Ford's going to be there. My life, my life is perfect. My truck, my girl, all Dean's going to join us as well. Tickets now at WatchChad.com. May 27th, Forced Mississippi.
6: Get your tickets at WatchChad.com. We'll
18: see you there. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon.
21: To the midday agri market report, the corn market continues to find new heights as reports that Brazil's second crop corn is parts and that it's helping drive the May and July corn contracts up, with the July contract hitting seven dollars and four cents a bushel Tuesday, the highest since twenty thirteen. July corn was up seventeen and a quarter. A bushel on Tuesday settling at $6.96 and three quarters, with the May contract selling at 7,44 and 3 quarters. Much of the recent surge in corn prices has been sparked by declining estimates of Brazil's corn crop. Brazil's central corn areas look to remain dry at least for the next 10 days with the above-normal temperatures further compromising corn yields during pollinization. Stone X, formerly known as FC Stone, is the latest to drop Brazil's total corn production estimate. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network.
1: Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Did you know that one out of four jobs in the state depends on agriculture? That's why we started the Mississippi Ag in the Classroom. It's a school program helping grades K-12 through acquire broader knowledge about agriculture and how it impacts them. It's great to see them learn and get excited about where their food and clothes come from. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can vet the farm on...
9: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Come on. Come on. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. Now here's more.
3: We're back on the JT Show. It's Super Talk Mississippi. In the studio, you got Gerard and Rhino on this. Hunt day. All right. So the following up on the story from our listener about this assault in Hattiesburg, we did receive a link, and it's to the Hattiesburg American, which is the paper in the area. It looks like... It was a 21-year-old, Toriano Moy, Jr., was taken into custody at a residence on 7th Street Tuesday afternoon on an active aggregated, excuse me, aggravated ass- assault arrest warrant. Hmm. It was a road rage incident that occurred on Saturday, May 1st. Interesting. Yeah, the victim, a 47-year-old male, was treated
2: at a local hospital for injuries. Oh. Boy, he didn't do himself any favors because it looks like he facebook to his assault. I saw that. Sent us a, a link to it. That's crazy.
3: What's up with that?
2: Jeez. It's kind of hard to even use the word allegedly when you're holding the phone, filming yourself doing it. E, wow. Incredible. Mike in Gulfport.
3: Retailers should follow a strict code of pricing products based on cost of goods, profit margins, and consumer demand. A retailer of any kind should never mark products to a price that is all the traffic will bear, but is fair to the traffic. That will pay continuing benefits, as people tend to remember when they are taken advantage of. Totally disagree with that, Mike. I believe believe in freedom. I believe in free markets. Now, it may be your position that this is... Kind of a an approach that they should follow, but I, I, I believe that they should have the right. They do have the right to sell what they want to whom they want at the price they want. Period. And if that don't work, the market will take care of it. They'll go under. It's just real simple. It's a, the market has a is the only fair arbiter. Again, I'm going to say it over and over again of price and wages and costs. Period. They'll figure it out. So if if they want to spike their prices at a time when they can and maybe people are vulnerable, okay, they'll pay the price for that. The market doesn't forget that sort of stuff. Or the market says, I'm cool with that. One or the other. But the market will sort that out. People can make those decisions, not government. And one of the reasons we have record demand for housing right now is because of, of governments, what I believe, are ill-advised policies with respect to interest rates. You you may have seen yesterday the markets tanked, especially the NASDAQ, when Janet Yellen early in the day came out and said, mm, I think this inflation thing might have some legs and, and there might be a need to raise interest rates. And the market absolutely reacted negatively to that. And so here's so here's the problem with that. When she says that, people key in on that. More demand for houses. More demand for lumber. More squeeze. Kind of a bubble. And there, there are predictions right now of a bubble in the housing market. Because you talk to anybody, it's crazy. Houses are selling at record speed. There bid wars going on etc., and of course, when the price of lumber increases, the price of construction of new construction increases, that generally also is followed by an increase in the price of existing homes. So it it might be ill-advised, Mike, in Gulfport for a seller of goods and services to sell their wares at whatever the market will bear might be ill-advised as a business strategy, but I sure as hell don't want the government in the middle of that. Ever, it's it's what co- it's you think about what's causing problems now in our economy. The more the government gets in the middle, you you think child care costs are high now? Wait till the government starts subsidizing it and paying for it. It's the same thing that happened with college education. That wasn't so out of control until the government got involved in it. And that's exactly what's going to happen here. And the people that are getting paid, getting money from the federal government to cover those costs, they're cool with it. But the people that don't, likely because they make too much money but still have to pay for it, they won't get any assistance. Their taxes will go up to pay for the people that are getting the assistance. That's what the Democrats want. No question. It's just take from this group, give it to that group. You got the producing group and the recipient group with respect to taxes are are concerned. Especially when they're refundable tax credits. Debo bumping us out of hour two of the show today when we come back you don't want to get miss it we've got representative Fred Shanks and also the Pearl police chief Dean Scott in the studio we're going to talk about human trafficking we'll take a break we got news coming your way the JT show will be back it's
24: not too late
25: News, I'm Lillian Wu. Facebook's Oversight Board upholds former President Trump's suspension. They did decide that Facebook was correct in originally suspending the president from their platform. But what they didn't like that Facebook did was essentially make that ban indefinite. The Oversight Board is saying Facebook needs to take accountability here and communicate to their users how long the time frame is, why they reached that time frame. Fox's Hillary Vaughn. Pfizer's COVID vaccine gets its first authorization for adolescents. Kids in Canada, 12 and up, have gotten the green light for the Pfizer-BioNTech shot, which until now had only been approved for those 16 and up. The FDA in the U.S. is expected to authorize a vaccine for the same age group soon. America's listening to Fox News.
29: As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105.
4: Call today. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With Tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland.
8: I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy
12: there is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific.
26: Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State lawmakers are trying to impress upon voters the major differences between passing laws through the legislature and creating them through the initiative process. House Speaker Philip Gunn says some laws don't work as well as expected, making adjustments necessary, but if voters create law through ballot initiatives, they become a part of the state
4: constitution. The legislature can't do the constitution. It's it's in stone, and there's no ability to, uh, to adjust or be flexible or tweak it or see things need to be changed or improved.
26: A Pearl River County fugitive has been apprehended in Walthall County with the help of some Louisiana deputies. Rodney Wayne
17: Smith was captured after a high-speed chase in a stolen vehicle, a wreck, and a two-day search. A stolen AR was recovered in a barn, and Smith was later found at an abandoned home in Walthall County, which ironically belongs to a Mississippi law enforcement officer.
26: I'm Kelly Bennett.
1: Visit our website at www.msboc.us.
23: Hey, y'all. Let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your
4: load.
26: When the new Amazon Fulfillment Center opens up in Madison County, the 1,000 plus new employees they plan to hire will be working alongside 4,500 robots and 15 miles of conveyor belts. If you or your
11: wife are at home and you order something from Amazon, Within 15 seconds, somewhere in the U.S., that robot has already picked up that item and is carrying it to the elevator to take it down to the bottom to be distributed.
26: That's Madison County Economic Director Joey Deason. They are planning to fill those jobs in time for the peak holiday shopping season this year. Assistance is on the way following February's winter
8: storm event. According to Senator Roger Wicker, President Biden has approved Mississippi's major disaster request following the storm that brought the state to a standstill in late February. In the request, a total of 31 Mississippi counties have reported damages totaling more than $25 million. I'm Kelly Bennett.
5: All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk, Mississippi 97.3.
0: Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to the J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino coming at you live from the Super Talk studios on this hump day. Joining us now in the studio, our good friend representing House District 60, that's Rankin County, Mr. Fred Shanks, and also the Chief of Police of the Pearl Police Department in Rankin County, Chief Dean Scott. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. Good morning. Thanks for uh, coming on today, so Chief. Uh, happened to be in the audience to see you speak at the Rankin County Republican Women event a week and a half or so ago, and I I asked the folks here at SuperTalk to have you come in the studio, and and glad you did because your your presentation, sir, on the scourge of human trafficking and your firsthand experience with it in the state of Mississippi, yes, uh, really uh, kind of kind of got to me. I mean, it's just disturbing when I when I heard some of the stories, and oh, it is it is really kind of mind-boggling that this is happening across our state and in our community under our nose, and I just don't think folks know a lot about it. I certainly didn't. I, I kind of had an idea, but I, th- I think, Chief, it's fair to say that I had a bit of a misconception about it, that I, I kind of think about it, human trafficking, I think, about folks from out-of-state, yes, sir. and and uh, these syndicates that are sort of full-time in the business of, of trafficking, uh, especially children, and they're just sort of passing through, doing whatever they do to make some money and move on. But that's not what I heard that night, and um, that's not the primary, if I'm correct, uh, Chief. Uh, not what we see locally, no. Right. So, uh, if you would, sir, uh, share with us kind of what's going on there in, in in your world with respect to trying to deal with this
27: huge problem. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me here today. Yes, sir. Uh, with With uh, Representative Shanks, a Fred's a good friend. Uh, I feel bad that night. I feel like I cut into your time no, <laughs> that no, no. night when you were supposed to speak, also. Uh, no. I ran a little over. Uh, I hope I didn't bore everybody No, sir. To death. I was blown away frankly uh, well i think that night what we discussed and, and i think what people uh, i actually had lunch with a gentleman yesterday a good friend uh hadn't seen in a while and we got caught up and and he had seen some of the things i've been doing and, and he didn't realize and this is a businessman you know in the metro area uh, very successful and and i think the same as you the misconception a uh, lot like we talked about that night sure it is a you know, an 18-wheeler load of people coming through at times. But what we see locally uh, in every uh, local agency around here, uh, from from Canton to Puckett, you know, and everything in between is uh, what we consider family trafficking. And and, and to me, one's no, no story sadder than the other. But like we talked about that night, and I think that's what bothered people the most, was finding out... <coughs> Due to a family member's addiction, they offer their children up for payment of their addiction, and to me, that's that's heartbreaking because here you have a child that is dependent on on who they see as their guardian and their loved one, and you know if I don't know if a sacrifice is the right word, but you know they offer them up to feed their addiction for anything that this person chooses to do. Uh, be it, you know, just a, a physical abuse or sexual abuse of, of a child. And, and we've seen it, you know, as sad as it can be, you know, firsthand, I like to speak on things that I've personally dealt with as young as three years old. Unbelievable. Just
3: unbelievable. So just to, to make sure we understand, these are uh, parents.
27: P- uh, parents, uh, grandparents, Bardian, yeah. grandparents uh, step-grandparents, you know, anything that is in that, what you would deem in a family circle. What you would see gathered at a Christmas dinner is the best way I know how to put it. Okay.
3: And they, and and they circles. are yes. literally selling these children for money to support their drug habits.
27: Well, what we see, it, it, not well, they can sell for the money, but what we see is them offering them to the drug dealer. Okay. I got you. For their drugs. Got you. You know, and and that, that's heartbreaking. That's and and you touched on something a while ago, and and I'm not going to get into people's politics. I'm not going to. I don't care about any of that. Uh, I, I've been doing this job going on 30 years, uh, and and I've seen a lot, done a lot, some good, some bad. But I think you said it best while we were off the air. Police officers are human, and, and I, I get aggravated in today's society. Uh, they are human. You got like you said. There's bad apples everywhere you go. But these guys, and I think I touched on it that night. When when you when you do this job, especially when you work in specified areas such as human trafficking, narcotics, things like that, uh, you see things that aren't normal. You think you know that's not writing a speeding ticket, telling somebody to have a good day, bad day, whatever. That affects somebody. Yeah. You know, and and the le- and you have to carry that with you. Uh, and I care a lot with me. Uh, and it, it gets trying at times. You know, when you think you've seen it all, you'll see something else. And, and you realize, you know, right now, law enforcement, we're the enemies. I, I tell these my guys, keep your head up. You're doing a good job. You know, uh, our mayor had a banner when he was running, Pearl Strong, and I try to keep my guys. That, that's kind of the motto we try to live by. Uh, we stay strong in bad times. And I will say this for my for my city. Uh, we've had some difficult situations with some officers that have faced some things, and uh, I'm proud to say my 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 city will stand in front of my officers till we can pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off, and, that, and that's rare nowadays. But police policemen, deputies, agents, they're human too, and the things they see and the things they do and the things they exposed are exposed to, they have to carry that home. And when when all the excitement's over, the adrenaline's gone. It, the drilling dumps over, and you decompress. It hits you what you see yeah. and what you've dealt with, and that's why it's sad and people don't understand. That's you know in, in this profession, as long as I've been in it, guys before me, guys you know, uh, alcohol, the abuse of alcohol is great uh, to try to numb yourself. Is that right or wrong? I, you know, I'm not here to say. I'm not going to judge anybody because I know I've seen things that I I pray my child never sees and is exposed to. Unbelievable,
3: so chief uh, yeah I so enjoyed your presentation and and was uh, enjoyed learning I guess a lot because i I had a misconception about it didn't realize it and it's right here under our nose. We're seeing lots of reports across the country of of police departments that are having trouble recruiting. People into the into the police profession, law enforcement profession, seeing lots of early retirements, especially in the big cities, where it's Correct. even a, a bigger problem. From your perspective, sir, what what's it look like in your department
27: and law enforcement in our state? Well, I think I said that night. For whatever reason, you know, good, good Lord, the Lord's good to me in many ways. Uh, as far as my department, I, I'll speak on what I know and on the topic you asked. I'm full. You know, and right now in today's times, I, I consider myself lucky. Wow. I don't uh, I don't consider myself. You know, I work for them. You know, my job is to keep my guys' motive my men and women uh, motivated. Sure. And to feel secure in these times, and and I think the best role I can provide as a leader is to give them that that sense of security. Uh, and, you know, I tell them, you know, as long as we can stay in the fight, we'll stay in the fight. That's with, you know, and, and I think when I say stay in the fight, everybody's going to make mistakes. The, the You know, and, and I say this, I'll, I always compare this. A guy that works on the line at Nissan, he's going to miss something. He's going to put two into one, whatever. Sure. We're the same way. We're human. Sure. Uh, And and the best thing that I do and what I tell my people, and, of course, police get beat up all the time. Oh, they lie, they steal, you know. Yeah, we're like everybody else, you know. There's bad businessmen. There's, you know, you you got Bernie Evers. He was a bad guy. Mm
13: -hmm.
27: He stole people's money. Uh, There's firemen that set fires to people's house to watch them burn. Uh, We're we're not exempt. You know, we have bad apples. But I always try to tell my guys and, and ladies, I say guys in general i don't want anybody getting angry at me i understand uh, in today's time uh tell the truth you can deal with the truth if you tell the truth you only got to tell it one time if you lie you got to tell another lie you know is that popular i don't know but i do know if you tell the truth you only got to tell it one time and i have found with every walk of life from from politicians to judges lawyers it, truth still respected. It. Yeah. It's not often, but it is respected. Always wins out in the end, though,
3: doesn't right. it? Right. Sure does. Yeah. we got a break right here, Chief and Fred. When we come back, we'll talk more about human trafficking. and want to just get some other uh, general perspective from you, Chief, on law enforcement in general. Yes, sir. We'll take a break. The JT Show will be right back.
23: Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face.
10: Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry.
23: It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy.
11: I'm not worried. I'm happy.
13: Give your mom sweet satisfaction this Mother's Day with delicious treats from Nandy's Candy. Pick up scrumptious treats like Nandy's assorted chocolates, English toffee, truffles, Nandy's famous pralines, divinity, and even sugar-free chocolates. Place your order online today for chocolate-dipped strawberries and chocolate dip baskets at nandyscandy.com. Nandy's Candy in Maywood Mart or shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
0: Family. What does family mean to you?
28: This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, majesticmetalsinc.com.
7: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gull Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
5: Special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. It's so awesome! You're hearing the JT
0: Show with Gerard Gibbert. Mm. Come on, let's get on with the show yeah. on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. That's like a staple, isn't it, Rhino, on One Hit Wonder Wednesday? (laughs) It's tough to beat pilot. Exactly. (laughs) One hit. We have got uh, our friend Fred Shanks and the chief of the Pearl Police Department, Dean Scott, in the studio. We've been talking about human trafficking in Mississippi law enforcement. Dean, one of the things I wanted you to share with our audience, it's something that kind of struck me. You were talking about... And I hope I say this right, uh, and, and I know you'll explain it. the The way these these traffickers like mark with tattoos the victims, and it's it's like a badge of honor,
27: so to speak. Explain how that works. Well, you know, I hate to say it, uh, not really a badge of honor. It's more like a uh, branding a cow. Well, yeah, okay. Badge uh, of honor within their little
3: group correct. of twisted shows, minds. Shows ownership. Yeah. Shows
27: ownership, and, and basically, it's the uh, the same as, as branding cattle, uh, showing ownership. That way, if they got away or snuck away, they would be known in that area who they belonged to, and either be called or picked up and took back to them. Unbelievable. Uh, And each, uh, as you move around, I think the 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 situation we discussed that night. uh, If you go, you know, into Florida, up the East Coast, back back through Chicago, to the West Coast, come back through and come through the uh, the border states. Las Vegas, New Mexico. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas. Uh, each each group, if you will, or individual, usually has their own their own uh, staple tattoo. They will mark uh, on these females, and, and it, they make it prominent uh, in the facial area or the the neck where it's easily seen. Uh, again, just branding. Unbelievable. I mean, and, it's and, and it's sad. It's, it's, it's very slavery, sad. essentially. It's modern day slavery. There's no difference uh, when, when you know when you're, you're forced into servitude, be it for. And we discussed that night, labor trafficking, uh, and human trafficking, sexual trafficking is is a billion dollar a year business. Unbelievable. The internet, uh, like we talked about that night, your phone, uh, it's an all la cart menu now, and it's it's very sad. And these uh, these aren't girls that that are proud of what they do. Uh, most of them are broken hearted broken you know mentally, physically, and emotionally, and you know they live every day hoping they they live another day.
3: Just unbelievable that that's even occurring in this country so representative shanks, I know that this uh this area has been one that Speaker of the House Philip Gunn has really crusaded on and we we passed some important legislation two sessions ago right? I I, think
30: it was. It it was in 2019 uh, Speaker Gunn got really passionate about human trafficking and our, our laws that we have and he formed a commission and during that I think it was all summer we met with people like Chief Scott and Sandy Middleton, who runs the Center for Violence Prevention, mm-hmm. and came up with a bunch of great ideas, and it really tightened down all the human trafficking laws that we had. And it, through those efforts, we came up with House bills, I believe it was 751, passed unanimously. And it it, it really, it, of course, it focuses on the human trafficker, but it also focuses on the, all the uh it, anybody who makes money off of it, you know, not they may not be directly involved, but they are in some way benefiting from it, and uh, you, they'll get locked up. And uh, it, was, it was a great deal. I was really proud to be a part of that. And uh, it actually, Mississippi now has an A rating on our human trafficking laws, hmm. which is uh, probably not many states have that. So it's no, just it, something was something, it was
27: something. It was something that uh, Miss Middleton uh, fought very hard for with Speaker Gunn. Uh, I know they. I think they probably were talking eight yeah. hours a day wow. yeah. trying to get all that done. Sandy exhausted. Uh, she was exhausted mentally and physically putting efforts into it. Wow. I know her and Speaker Gunn uh, spent just time, just uh, the time's overwhelming how much they spend on trying, trying to get this all done. I
3: know it was a high priority for him. It really and was. And he, uh, he really took, uh, I think, a, a sense of pride in getting that legislation through. And he was involved in authoring, sponsoring the bill as well, y- yes, as I sir. recall, right? Yes, so. Uh, and, of course, as you've said, um, Fred, unanimous, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. What any question about it. It's just incredible that we even have to have such laws here in, the sta- in the, our state or in our country that this kind of stuff is going on. Uh, Chief, uh, and I know you don't want to digress too much into politics, but what's going on on the border? Is, how do you see that affecting the uh, activity, human trafficking activity here in the state of Mississippi? Have you seen an impact from that?
27: Not as of yet, but I think it's – it's the border's its own issue right now. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a, it's a political hotbed, and I think it doesn't take anything to cut the news on for two minutes. And yeah. Somebody's covering it. So it, at any point when you make it uh, a swinging door to come across the border, you're just opening it up for anything. That's that's. I think we talked about it that night as far as drugs, money guns, and trafficking with people.
3: Unbelievable. Um, you know, Chief, it's obviously uh, something that's been in the news more than I can ever remember over the last year since this incident with uh, George Floyd is the, uh, the narrative coming from uh, the detractors of law enforcement that say that systemic racism is just inherent and ingrained uh... in law enforcement i don't personally see that i don't see it I, are there racists that are working in law enforcement sure i think they're racist across the spectrum of society no matter what profession there are is it systemic in that it is being sanctioned by those such such as yourself that are running
27: police departments and law enforcement agencies no i just don't believe that <laughs> i mean i laugh about it uh, it is, it is, you know, I, I, not to offend anybody, and I know it's going to, but it, it gets to the point where it's comical.
13: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it doesn't have any credibility no. when you point to everything as that.
27: I mean, and I'll, I'll speak, you know, and, and I don't, I'm not familiar with it, but, I, you know, like everybody else, I saw the video of the officer that stopped the teacher. Uh, that gentleman's being polite as he can, trying to do his job. I don't see how he did it, and honestly. She's, uh, hey, I, <laughs> I, I, I admire him. That's all I can say. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he stayed professional, uh, and what was sad about that situation? She's a teacher, yeah. And if that's what's teaching our children to hate, yep. who's the racist? Agree. Same
3: thing we said. Yeah. I agree, sir. So, you know what? What bothers me about that is what he was doing. Not only was he within his right or or doing his job, frankly, to enforce the law, but he's protecting other people by getting her off her cell phone while she's driving a vehicle.
27: The irony in that whole video, and it's been proven time and time again, if she would have encountered something bad, if somebody would have tried to attack her or she would have been in a wreck, she would have called 911 on that Oh, no question about
3: it. There's no question about it. That's
27: the irony in the whole thing. And police officers would have responded. Whether they know her or not. They'd have came there. They'd have worked direct. They would have assisted her if she would have been assaulted in any way, uh, got her medical attention. They would have done their job. Unbelievable. You know they wouldn't have sat there. You're, you know, you're a murderer. You're all that. You know. I get it. You don't like police. That's fine. You know, uh, but how would she feel if a parent walked in that school and said, you know, you're a murderer. You're teaching my kids to hate. The police are the one that would drag them out of that school. It's true. You know, and and this same, and I'm just talking about her as an individual, not as a teacher. Please let me make that clear. Um, You know, we fought hard in Pearl and and under this administration with Mayor Wyndham and the board that I have um, to put SROs in every school. You know, and I go back to the shooting in Florida, and I talked about it that night that that you were there. Um, I don't have any doubt that my SROs would put their self between a child and a danger of any kind because for one I've already had a couple that's done it not as a shooter coming into a school but an irate parent anything like that that could cause danger. Sure, they, They've they put their self in between. I'll even speak in, and I won't call their name but we had an individual we had a shooting in Pearl occurred at a business uh, they fled we were able to catch them uh, but as the car that these people were involved, that was involved in the shooting, uh, approached close to a school, my SRO locked the school down, got with the principal. They didn't hide. They didn't wait. They went to the car because it was close to the school to make sure if they needed to ram it, they, they po- posted at the entrance to the school to protect the kids so my problem is the kids you know police are bad police are bad and you can only call when you need us that's yeah, fine and that's what we're it, used to it, oh, but wait. these are people and people it's it's general and it's it's human nature for people to care, and police care more than your average person. I, I would agree. And they don't do it for money,
3: either. No. Yeah. they got to have a servant's heart. There's no,
27: I can't tell you an officer that I know that does not work two I jobs. I get it.
3: I get it. Representative Shanks, we got just a second here. I just want to point out, mm-hmm. uh, the members of our legislature and our state leaders big-time supportive of law
30: enforcement. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and that's critical. Absolutely. And I'm a reserve police officer myself. A lot I of know people that. I know that. I appreciate yeah.
27: it. Gentlemen, thanks so much for coming in today. Really, if I can, I would like, really to, I can, God, I would like to thank uh, Go ahead. General Fitch for the efforts she's made in, in combating this. We have we're getting more support to combat and take on the the enemy of human trafficking. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm
7: Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly cloudy conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 54. Your Thursday, a beautiful day on tap. Sunny skies, high near 78. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 54. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 79. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon the best made to order lunch in northeast jackson is at fourth and goal sports cafe homestyle plates full of catfish shrimp and rib tips just to name a few eat in or carry out DoorDash or grubhub call 769-208-8283 once again 769-208-8283 by now you've heard about the diamond expo at juniper jewelry
8: this weekend but there's more much more I'm John. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. Fire Cushion Diamonds have already arrived directly from New York. These incredible, patented Fire Cushion Diamonds are the most brilliant, most gorgeous cushion-shaped diamonds in the world. And Junikers is proud to be Mississippi's exclusive dealer. Half-carat Fire Cushion Diamonds starting at less than $1,000. Three-quarter carats for just 2000 And one-carat Fire Cushion starting at just $4,000. Plus, qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing, interest-free. Millions in diamonds directly from our cutters and the incredible fire cushion diamonds all at the junikers diamond expo save hundreds even thousands three days only thursday friday and saturday may 6th 7th and 8th we'll see you there juniker jewelry mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485
29: highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and Junikerjewelry.com.
7: Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business
10: elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226. Or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads.
26: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State lawmakers are trying to impress upon voters the major differences between passing laws through the legislature and creating them through the initiative process. House Speaker Philip Gunn says some laws don't work as well as expected, making adjustments necessary, but if voters create law through ballot initiatives, they become a part of the state
4: constitution. The legislature can't do the constitution. It's, it's in stone, and there's no ability to, uh, to adjust or be flexible or tweak it or see things need to be changed or improved.
26: A Pearl River County fugitive has been apprehended in Walthall County with the help of some Louisiana deputies. Rodney Wayne
17: Smith was captured after a high-speed chase in a stolen vehicle, a wreck, and a two-day search. A stolen AR was recovered in a barn, and Smith was later found at an abandoned home in Walthall County, which ironically belongs to a Mississippi law enforcement officer.
26: I'm Kelly Bennett.
5: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today, and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford.
1: AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine, paid for by AARP.
0: A new voice is here on Super Talk Mississippi, Dan Bongino. He's a former Secret Service agent, police officer, best-selling author, and host of the fastest-growing conservative talk show in America, The Dan Bongino Show. Each weeknight starting at 11, Dan Bongino tackles the hottest political issues, debunking the rhetoric, and giving you the hard-hitting truth. The Dan Bongino Show, weeknights at 11. The Dan Bongino Show on Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel.
3: and fell in love, according to Elvin Bishop. We are back on the J.T. Show, and joining us now, the man himself, Mr. J.T. Williamson. Afternoon, J.T. What's going on, man?
31: Jordan, how are you doing today?
3: I'm doing fantastic. The question is, how are you doing, sir?
31: Well, I'm doing pretty good. I just got, uh, I'm actually in the hospital, but that's for a good reason. I got my uh I got another round of cells today. About about ten thirty this morning and about to eat some lunch and I'm feeling great and we're just hoping and praying that these uh these cells are gonna get the job done this time and uh feel real good about it. Still out here in Houston, I'm in, in the Anderson in the hospital and taking my third car T but this one is very promising because it's called CD20 or uh, CAR20A, PBCAR20A is what they call it, which targets a cancer that has CD20 proteins in it, which is what mine has. So we're feeling really good about it today. Of course, won't know for a while what exactly, you know, probably about two, three weeks if it's actually worked and done what we needed it to do, but we're feeling really good about it today. And uh, we're praying hard, and I just wanted all the listeners to know what was going on. I hadn't talked to you guys in a while. I'm still out here kicking in Houston, and I'm still fighting hard.
3: Well, in fact, as we just said on the show, somebody asked for an update and uh, said, I knew for a fact you were fighting. There wasn't any question about that, cause we got an update from another uh, a member of our audience, JT, that had a – A situation uh, fighting cancer themselves, and so uh, I knew that wasn't a question. So keep the we. I told the folks keep the prayers rolling on your behalf, Um, and you know they are. So, but and you sound great today, by the way.
31: I I feel great, man. I'm really excited about this this particular round of therapy, Gerard. I feel real good about this one. That this one's the one that's going to be the one we've been wanting. Yeah, home run. You know that we've really been hoping for. And, you know, it's all about attitude that's got a lot to do with it. And not that I've had a bad attitude, but, I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I've I've been up and down, you know. I've, yeah. It's You go up and down with this stuff. It's easy to get discouraged, especially if you're hurting or you don't feel good. But i felt really great since late last week. I feel good this week. I feel a lot better. Especially I feel better than I did when, even when I was home um, weekend before last. so Wow. You know, when you feel better, it makes a lot of things, makes your attitude a lot better. And, uh, I do feel great today and I feel good and I'm excited about it.
3: That is awesome. So good to hear that. One want to pass on, mm-hmm. uh, David in West point says, love you, JT from clang of bells and swag. Is that an inside deal there, guys? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> he
31: sent me a, he sent me a bill. I collect bells, um, uh, I actually still have my dad's bell when he was in high school. When he was up there, and my wife's daughter, believed, uh, my wife, her dad went to Mississippi State. He was mm-hmm. from Houston. And we have his bell as well. His is very old. It's got a leather handle on it. And it was one of the loudest bells I've ever heard. But uh, we have his as well. And then I have several. I have one that Dr. Keenum gave me years ago. Yeah, And then uh, the, uh, he sent me one. As a just kind of a get well, feel better, count kind of bell, and they're super nice, super rugged, and uh, I know you'll understand this, but they are kind of a collectible thing for for bulldog families. They truly are, and I know my daughter has hers that Dr. Keenum gave her. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's very they're they're you know they're mementos, they're hand me downs, sure. throughout families. But yeah, they that guy does a really good job, and I'm very proud of that. Where it sits sits in my cowbell collection.
3: That's awesome. Andy and Jackson uh, says Joe, uh, excuse me, JT does sound strong. Wanted to pass that on, and also on the C Spire text line. So good to hear JT praying. Uh, let's see, J- Darren and Jackson. Here's a cooking question there for you, JT. He wants to know what rub you use on a roast before you put it on the
13: smoker.
31: Oh, for the old beef chuck roast trick,
13: <laughs> yeah. I
31: can tell you that. That's easy to do. Salt and pepper, huh? And that's, that's it, actually. Yeah, if you want to do it, or you can sweeten it up if you want to do it uh, with barbecue rub. That's a that's a quick and easy way. Gotcha. That's a quick and easy way to do if you don't want to wait on the brisket. You know what I'm saying? And you want some pulled beef? Take a chuck roast, a good old fatty chuck roast. Yeah. Cover it with bar- barbecue rub. Put it on the smoker till it. Uh, about two hours, two and a half hours. So it takes all the pecan wood smoke you can take and then put it in some apple juice and let it finish braising just like a pot roast till it gets tender. And man, you talk about good.
3: Well, the smoker handles a lot of the flavoring, doesn't it?
31: Yeah, and then you use the liquid. The liquid handles and helps with uh, breaking it down, the braising it to where it'll break down that beef. Yeah. Even even with, a, you know, like a brisket, you'll cook a brisket in the smoke, and then a lot of people will crutch it. They'll wrap it up with some type of juice and let it run until it gets about 200, and that helps break it down. And then you rest it in the cooler until it gets happy, happy, happy. Got I, it. Man, I had not run a smoker in a long time. It's been a <laughs> while for that. Well,
3: we're going to have to get you to do that, seeing fetus. <laughs> I understand you're quite the accomplished cook. So, I enjoy
31: cooking. I enjoy cooking, you heard it. I have a stress reliever. Yeah. And my son, here's what's funny. You know, my son has turned out to be an excellent cook. And always, you know, we thought maybe, you know, want to help me. Of course, you know how teenagers are.
13: They're yeah. too
31: busy to do anything like that. <laughs> but obviously, he was watching from a distance and paying attention because he has is, he is become the master. Uh, he got him one of those griddles, one of those black stone griddles. And uh, he has become quite the master of the blackstone griddle, and he loves to cook. He loves to make gumbo's and creoles and cubions and all kind of stuff like that. Yep. and uh, really happy for him. I'm ha- especially happy for him, uh, him and his wife. Uh, and I do say they both graduated law school this weekend uh, because he's been working hard keeping the household going while his wife was going to law school at the University of Alabama. She finished in the top five at the Alabama School of Law. She graduated Sunday, and she attributed the degree to both him and her. And I'm so proud of both of them, Hillary and J.T. Williamson. Yep. And she's, she's going to clerk for a federal judge for about a year and then go to work. She's already got a job waiting for her, so I'm very, very proud of them. And my daughter started a new job today, so I'm proud of her, too. Oh, wow.
3: Man, that's yeah. just all fantastic news. You know, as a, as a parent, as you know, uh, nothing makes you happier than when your kids are happy and set, and nothing stresses you out more than when they're stressed out, got issues. So that's right. Um, and, and I think I say that on behalf of every self self respecting parent. So. Uh, got sure. uh, Tiffany in Carrollton says, "Great to hear, JT. Sounds strong. Love and prayers. Really sounds like the old JT that on the C text line from the C six six two. I'm a I'm a Rebel fan, but love you, JT. Praying for you. That also on the six six two. So just lots of messages hey. coming in. You know, they all love you, man. I,
31: my sister's a Rebel, and I have to love her. So.
3: <laughs> well, we're not all that bad, you know. <laughs> I'm just playing, man. I know you Come are. on. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, uh, we had uh, we had a, a little discussion earlier, J.T., with the uh, chief of police out in Pearl. Uh, we got right. just a couple of minutes here talking about human trafficking. Man, it's yes. a bad thing going on here in Mississippi. And hey. these folks in law enforcement that uh, seek to combat that and, and just lock these, they're just animals that are doing this stuff, honestly. And get and them the them across
31: i know and we're letting them and we're letting them across the border every day at record amounts right now thanks to the biden administration human traffickers drug cartels they're all involved in the same thing in fact the drug cartels have turned to humans because you can reuse them it's an infinite uh product where drugs you know basically you the person ods or they're out of it yeah but the drugs that's why human trafficking has become what it's become and thanks to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all the Democrats, this is what we're allowing across the border right now. And my wife's telling me to be quiet because I'm in the hospital and don't want talking to them.
3: <laughs> and don't even acknowledge it's a problem. That's what kills me.
31: So. Well, no, no, she says the problem is in Central America. we yep. need to get to the root of the problem and yep. give them money. <laughs> Meanwhile, our homeless vets and folks here in America are hurting exactly. people. All the people here in America that are hurting, they want to send billions of dollars down into Central America to yeah. stop the migration. The migration is because the damn borders are open. That's the problem.
13: Absolutely.
3: Well, it's fantastic to hear from you, and you sound great, and we love you, and we're praying for you, man.
31: I just wanted to call you and give you an update, guys. Keep down the fort. Keep the chair warm. I'll be back soon.
3: You got it. Appreciate it. That's Thank a great date. Yeah, man. You, Take care, man. That's the great J.T. Right, Williamson. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
5: Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Mart. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and & Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special XMark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days,
23: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
0: Here's Uncle Sai.
8: What's the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life?
23: Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war. We run into a herd of Oriental cockroaches, and they all weighed about 30 pounds. We actually had a firefight with them for about two hours. They were trying to overrun us. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug
0: exterminator. The
15: name to trust for over 65 years at Pest
24: Control.
0: At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family
7: safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard pest Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309.
0: yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM Super Talk Mississippi. You can text the JT show 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
9: She stood
17: in
24: the street, uh, smiling from
17: my head to her feet. I said, We
3: are back on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Great to hear from the great JT. He did sound very well. Lots of text flowing in on the C Spire text line. Appreciate that. just want to say it is my honor and my privilege uh, to be able to host a show uh, while JT is out. Uh, taking care of himself, and I really appreciate the audience for, uh, I guess, to a great extent, folks, you've allowed me to do this. You, you've been uh, very accommodating and very engaging and and very accepting, and I really appreciate that. Uh, I do. And we hope and pray, of course, for the best uh, for JT. And, man, he did sound great. Uh, before we go we got a little sound here talking about law enforcement today this is from Cypress College listen to this exchange All
14: right so i you brought up the police in your speech a few times um so what is your like what is your main concern since i mean honestly the whole reason police i mean it it, it is systemic the issue is systemic because the whole reason we have Police departments in the first place. Where did it stem from? What's our history going back to? What Jeremy was talking about. What, where was? What does it stem from? It stems from people in the south wanting to capture runaway slaves.
9: Maybe they shouldn't be heroes. Maybe they don't belong on a kids' show. Uh, so I disagree with the what Jeremy Jeremy said about it because uh, I think cops are heroes and they have to have a difficult job. But we have to have all fine of them. Life. Oh, I, I'm not, I mean, I'd say uh, a good majority of them. You have bad people in every business and every yeah,
14: part. Yes. Yeah, oh, well, wait, a wait, lot well, of wait, police wait. officers have committed an atrocious crimes and have gotten away with it and have never been convicted of any of it. And, and I they, say for the person who has family members who are police officers.
9: Yes, I, I, I understand. Um, and this is what I believe. This is my opinion. And this is, you know, not popular to say, but. Uh, I do support our police. and We have bad people and the people that do bad things should be brought to justice. I agree with that. But I think that, uh, say it, I'm saying it again, they haven't. Well, I agree with you on that point of they should, right? Okay, so what is and, your
14: bottom line point? You're saying police officers should be revered, viewed as heroes. They I go I along think on it's, TV shows with children. That's I think they, they are want.
9: heroes in a sense, because they come to your need and they come and help you and, they have a problem just like every other business, but we should fix that. But I think that they're, they're heroes. Well, they're I think that's a the problem,
14: looking at it as a business. Because they're actually supposed to protect and serve the people. They not do the protect
9: public. us. Who do we call when we're in trouble and someone has a knife or a gun?
14: I call wouldn't call police. the police.
9: Why wouldn't you call the police?
14: I don't trust them. My life's okay. in more what danger would you call? In their prisons.
9: Professor, who would you call?
14: I wouldn't call anybody.
9: What well, would you have? If someone intruded your house in with a gun. What well, would you would you have a gun on you, or no. who would you call? It's
14: my time to go. Okay.
9: okay. Well, I'm not. If someone with a gun, there's not much you can do at Calling the police is kind of just, you know. And I know that it's not popular for me to say that to you guys and, and people in here, but that's what I believe about the police. Okay. And, thank you. I appreciate um, it. Thank
14: you. Thank guys
9: you
15: very much.
3: <laughs> so there you go. Cypress College, that is a, uh, I think it's a community college in California. Yes, Thomas, this professor, is now on leave. Uh, I'm a little surprised, frankly, and that she was placed on leave. Um, but it, I think it had more to do not with her opinions and her her views with respect to police, but the way she sort of berated the student. The student, by the way, Was on Varney and Company this morning as a guest on the popular business show. I watch it virtually daily, and first you notice how calm, composed, collected he was for a youngster being intimidated, essentially being baited. It's really it's usually how conversations between conservatives and liberals go. I agree, and so. But he reported this morning to Stuart Varney. He returned to the classroom. He And Varney asked, well, how are you going to do in that class? He just said, I'm going to pass. He was worried, Varney, I guess, that maybe she'll hold, her, hold his views against him with respect to police. And so he said, I'm going to pass. But he said when he returned, many of the students just attacked him verbally, assaulted him, berated him. How much you want to bet, folks, he'll have death threats before the week's out. How much you want to bet? That's how insane it's gotten. And all he said was, yeah, I respect police. Now, again, I think we can all agree there are some that are bad, like there are in every profession. But the overwhelming vast majority of them and their interactions are positive. But we don't ever talk about that. But we are here. So bravo to this kid. They asked him what he's going to do, Stuart, Stuart did. He said, I'm majoring in business, I might do that, I might run for office. <laughs> Stewart said, President? <laughs> he said, you never know. <laughs> that is awesome. We are out of time here. I will be off tomorrow, and then we'll be at Carter Jewelers on Friday doing a remote. Stay safe. God bless everyone. Thanks for listening.